Hey guys, welcome back to Opinions and Underrated. Today's episode is called Difference of Opinions, Where Do You Draw the Line? So Elif wants to do the disclaimer this time, because apparently I always do yeah. it. So we just want to say, this whole episode is about how everyone is entitled to the, what they think and their own opinions um, to a large extent. So we're not saying we're more right than anyone else, up to some <laughs> the thing is we have we have notes right we're not meant to sometimes to just write down some rough ideas we're not meant to read them word for word <laughs> like, obviously i haven't pre-read this disclaimer this isn't my job and was like no this is going to be a fun episode i'm going to go with the flow and she's already messed it up it's fine do you know what i think we should do like we should try and not edit anything this entire episode oh, no it's gonna i know it, i know it makes really your life harder but like I don't know. Okay, we'll just we'll see how it goes. So can you you have, can't, you have to stop making the noises there, like <laughs> clicking the computer. <laughs> I'm sorry. So right. by the way, if you didn't already kind of figure it out, we ha- we're on a schedule of one really well-researched, serious podcast, and then one more funny, anecdotey, sort of light-hearted, conversational yeah. episode. Exactly. That's our that's our like way of excusing the fact this has absolutely no structure, and we it haven't doesn't. thought that. I don't much think about. we've actually thought this through. We have like some key points we want to talk about, but really, we're just. We're gonna See where this goes. Um, also, I know that you're all really put off now, but please listen. It's actually a really interesting conversation. Yeah. Especially if you're those boys that sit and listen to us on the PS4 party. We know you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So Should we get into it then? First of all, um, whenever we talk about people having a difference of opinion, there's a few words we use, so like incel, bigot. So what's the kind of term we should be using? I don't know. Does that... I don't know if that's different to opinion. I think it's people who are intolerant to people who do have different opinions. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So the word incel, you probably hear a lot of people using it on the internet. It's um, involuntary celibate. So people that are like, basically, it's another way of saying you're a big fat virgin because you're really intolerant and rude. And you have a bad personality, but you blame it on your looks or something. You're like, I'm such a nice guy, but I can't get anyone because I'm ugly. But really, you have a shit personality. No, you're probably really attractive, but you're just an awful person. Exactly. Which is... Or maybe you're ugly as well, but that, you know, whatever. That's a variable. Um, we've... <laughs> They're not mutually exclusive. No. And we've got bigots, obviously. I think... That's your favourite word, isn't I think it? On... Okay, I think it is only because, like, in cell... That they tend to be more like, um, they're trying to annoy people for the sake of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're going out of their way to piss people off, or like saying things that they know are really out of line. But just, just to get a reaction out. Just of it. get a rise here. And usually they're the more misogynistic ones. Oh yeah, you see them like sprinkled all over TikTok. If you get exactly. on like one video that's on the wrong side of TikTok, you get absolutely ambushed, which I will talk about later. Yeah. Um, but I think bigger is someone who just is intolerable. Yeah, bigger is sort of someone also that doesn't have the understanding, doesn't want the understanding. Yeah, exactly. Um, they genuinely believe that right. I think incels to a certain extent, they know what they're saying is morally wrong, but haha, funny dark humour, I'm edgy. Exactly. You know, get back in the kitchen. Whereas I think bigots genuinely believe that what they're saying. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, sometimes we struggle to find the word to talk about the sort of people we are referencing. But, you know, there's some terms we throw around a bit. So, yeah. Um, also, I see a lot of people when you're having a debate with someone and they bring up a point that's genuinely just not OK. Yeah. They're like, oh, freedom of speech. I want to talk about this. Yes. Because I've been having a lot of debates. Not debates, conversations. The thing is, though, this makes us sound really, like, pushy. But, like, 99% of the time, they pop up to us. I've, I, like, I literally haven't popped up to I've never started a I'll put debate. Like, I'll put, like, a you know, 
black lives matter you know just that's it they just matter that's not conditional and then they'll pop up and be like well you know you're just a blue hair liberal so you don't know Elif doesn't even have any hair so that's where you're going <laughs> yeah I shaved my hair but um looks so cool thank you but like oh, oh, I don't regret it at all honestly if you could shave your hair do it it's like the best decision I ever did. Imagine if we did it now and I just went home to my parents with no hair. <laughs> but you know, um, you, you have healthy hair. I'm looking at it now. It's very strong and thick and healthy. Shiny, I have to say. So you could literally Thank donate you. it if you wanted to. I could. Um, I did in the past. Did you? Yeah. I had hair that was down to my bum and when I was mm, about 13, 12. And then I chopped it off to my shoulder okay. and it was 13 inches. Wow. So I, I donated. Longer than that. That's longer than a 30 centimetre ruler. Which is well, yeah. sick. Oh, I just, I just, <laughs> no, sorry. That's, sorry. I don't need to patronise you. Anyway, no. we're really diverging. Come yes, on. sorry. Back to what we were saying. Um, freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. Don't... Freedom of speech is not freedom from accountability. Yes. If you're going to say, if you're going to say a transphobic comment, for instance, yeah. and then be like, and then I'm going to call you out for it, and you're going to be like, oh, freedom of speech just doesn't exist anymore. It's being taken away from us. It's like, say what you want but I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that's my freedom of speech to call you out for it exactly and, and call you a transphobe yeah because that's what that. you are don't use freedom of speech to justify bigotry misogyny racism etc yeah because the moment you say something that's harmful to others or yourself you know out of basic respect you've got to accept that that you shouldn't say that and that's not your place to say exactly what do you lose from making comments that are just tolerant like if you're if you're like dark humor jokes, there's plenty of other jokes you you can make. Comedians are oh. super funny. The majority of them aren't offensive, or or they've got that right level of yeah, exactly. maybe a bit of shock value, but not to the extent where it's or triggering someone or being yeah. offensive. Yeah, I had uh, we had an anonymous message, and they were like, we put it on our story actually, and they were like, if we can't make dark humor jokes what are we going to say knock knock jokes like how what the fuck the, the, the. it just shows how unfunny some people Honestly, are like, that they literally the rely on the exploitation of people's world trauma. issues people's trauma to laugh at i just genuinely don't understand how you could possibly sit down and laugh and belittle something so important to a laughing stock yeah that genuinely genuinely baffles me um, okay, so that's what we wanted to say on that. I think an interesting point as well to bring into this is um, having friends with different political views, as in you can have friends... Oh, uh, we did a... Should we look at the Instagram? Yeah. Because think... we asked this question. I thought, I thought this was really interesting because, like... Um, so the first question we asked was, how far do your morals align with those of your friends? We did a little slider thing. And it was mostly, like, near the top, right? It's so... about two-thirds of the way towards the top. Yeah. and then, Maybe three-quarters. So the question we asked was, does... If you do have different morals or, you know, different... I don't know, do political views... I think my political views line up with my morals, so I yes. think they're interchangeable. But we can discuss this later, because okay, that's a really okay. good point. So I said, does this make it harder to get on with them? 58% said yes, 42% said no. So fairly even. Yeah. So the majority think that having a different outlook to your friends makes it harder to get on with them, and I can see that. I reckon yeah. if you're having a conversation, for example, if I was having a conversation with a raging conservative, a lot of the stuff we believe wouldn't necessarily line up. And if you're justifying, say, your transphobia or whatever, on your you know your political standpoint, your beliefs, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to engage but in a friendship with you. That's the thing, you. I'm not friends with raging conservatives. I'm not either, because I find it baffling that they their beliefs could belittle somebody's existence. So... But the thing is, a raging conservative versus someone who has different morals. Like, I would say my morals are based in 
empathy. Yes. Whereas I have friends who I'm very close with who are more, you know, just um success with their job, career, whatever, power, mon- not power as in like, you know, yeah. they're just money based. A little bit more capitalist than us. Exactly. Really. But I get on with them so well and they're tolerant, good people. So like, I feel like you can have different morals and be a good person, but I think you can, do you know what I mean? Yes. I think it depends if you're saying that your morals you're justifying your transphobia, your bigotry in that's just what I believe because no, that shouldn't be up for your debate. Exactly, yeah. The fact that we can sit here and discuss um, trans people's, black people's humanity on my Instagram story and you're going to pop up and say, actually, no, no, you shouldn't even be doing that in the first place. No, I understand that your your perception of the world is different to mine, but some of these sta- some of these statements, sorry, they aren't conditional. You can't say black lives yeah. matter, but. Black Lives Matter, full stop. Trans people deserve human rights, full stop. Agreed. And actually, I was talking to someone on about our last podcast, not the white privilege one, but the rape culture one. Yes. And, you know, he was like, rape culture doesn't exist. In my society, in my real society, it doesn't exist. Your society? And I was like, I'm really happy for you that rape culture doesn't exist in your society, but have you been raped? Have you experienced, like, do you even know what you're talking about? I think it's so close-minded to just be like, in my real society, in my version of society, rape culture doesn't exist. Like, good for you, but it does for me. So how are you going to be like, my society's more real than your I think, perception? just to jump in there really quickly, a lot of people would try and turn that statement around on us to say, just because you believe that doesn't mean I have to believe that. But the, the difference is, some people just throw around really offensive statements. Yeah. Whereas we genuinely go out of our ways to research what we believe, yeah. back it up with obviously statistics but there's a basic level of empathy there yeah. and understanding everyone's all facts over feelings until it's turned against them exactly and then they're the first one to make a complaint because he was like so after i'd spoken to this guy about rape culture and everything he was like i think we have to look at the logic here like there's no statistics backing this up and there's the leather and i was like well you haven't shown me any statistics yeah and he was like well show me yours and i sent him about you know five links to articles and things articles statistics and he aired me like obviously oh my gosh but I was just like but look you can't even admit when you're wrong at least I can admit when I'm wrong right? do you know what that really annoys me if we're having a debate or a discussion about something political or you know moral, just human rights. human rights and you can't respond to my argument so you have to either a pick something else apart about me yeah or b ignore me you know at least have the balls to say you know what actually you're right for saying that because if you can't disprove it then I'm right can we talk about um like the logical fallacies that usually conservatives use against us from our experience anyway um like when we're debating them or when we're talking to them I think a very prominent one just from our experience personally is the um ad hominem ad ad hominem ad hominem fallacy and it basically means when you can no longer debate the point you start attacking the person rather than the point right so I don't know some examples it's like when you start name calling and it's like so I was having a discussion with someone about um I can't remember what it was now I think it was over sexualizing women's bodies yeah and then the guy was like please don't tell me you're turning into a blue-haired bitch that moans about everything yeah and I was like first of all turning into no I'm there (laughs) like (laughs) I'm a blue-haired bitch in your opinion um but like the fact that you can no longer dispute my argument and yes. now you're just attacking me, 
I know I've won the argument. Exactly. It's actually quite satisfying when they start doing that. It is. It's just physical proof. So we made a list earlier of some of the things we've been called. <laughs> yeah, true. So Feminazi. Blue head lip. Personal favourite of mine, waste of cum. Oh god, yeah, that was one I got on my TikTok. <laughs> um oh, this is one of my personal favourites. Racist towards white people, heterophobic and sexist towards men. <laughs> um we've had snowflake, obviously, so it's uh, just a staple. Oh uh, yeah, you've got the snowflake, the blizzard, you know, the delicate. Really? I haven't had delicate. Oh, I have many a time. Anyway, the point is when they start like calling you names you know you've won exactly do you know what if we're having a discussion and you want to dispute something i've said because you can prove that i'm wrong or that what i said doesn't match up to something else then please do a discussion is goes two ways and when you're having a debate it not only consolidates what you think and me trying to change not change your opinion but offer you a new perspective it consolidates what i think because it forces me to back up my opinions um, but if you're just going to start attacking me for personal things that have nothing to do with the argument... Like the colour of my hair. And the size of my teeth. Yeah, exactly. Just, really? Yeah, someone did that. On my TikTok, I did a four-minute video replying to a comment. I was very I was very articulate. Yeah. I was, like, basically saying what I just said now about don't attack me. And they just he just commented some teeth emojis. And I was like, oh God. all right, honey. You... At least it was original. Yeah, exactly. I've never heard that before, actually. I was going this is original. I wasn't too offended because no one's ever said that to me before. And I've got braces, so we're good. (laughs) They're all going to get good in the end. Um, Any other fallacies? Should we talk about them? I think we should. Okay, one that has been happening to me more recently is the straw man fallacy. And the straw man fallacy is basically when someone takes another person's argument or point, distorts it or exaggerates it in some kind of, you know, extreme way, and then attacks the distortion they've made as if that's the claim I was making in the first place but it's not what happened just I'm going to give an anecdote for me basically I put a petition up for trans youth rights on my story and it wasn't anything to do with um transitioning like Mm. surgically it was just their rights to therapy hormones and other resources that were not um you know surgery because it's under 16 the law is you cannot have surgery yes um law I'm not uh, I mean gender reassignment that's yes. what I mean but um and then he replied he was like we shouldn't be children shouldn't have the right to alter their um bodies oh, I do remember this. yeah and then I was like oh this isn't about that this is about um you know hormones and stuff and he so before sorry before I said that he was talking about hormones and how they should have that instead and I was like that's literally what I was saying you've changed my argument and he was like well that's what it's turned into that's what you turned it into i literally just put up something about trans youth rights and you've turned it into people um children shouldn't be able to change their bodies and then after i disproved that he changed his claim and said well they shouldn't be able to have hormones either like it just absolutely baffles me yet again if we're gonna have a debate or something or a discussion yeah i'm gonna assume you have a certain level of maturity and the ability to when you debate you're not always going to be right and yeah. i accept that i mean not really a lot of the people that <laughs> not are, really i'm gonna say i was gonna say sometimes <laughs> it sounds really bad sometimes you know i make a misinformed claim which does happen yeah and some people go well can you back that up and i'm like actually you're right yeah but it's important that you have the ability to take ownership for something that doesn't quite add up if you're going to have a well-balanced debate yeah. and not just attack somebody. Because if that's all you're trying to do, then don't I don't even want to talk to you. Yeah, don't I don't even want to talk to you. If you're going to start off the conversation with, uh, I know you're a feminist and everything, it's like, well, I don't know. 
no, no, no. Just come at me with your points and your arguments instead of attacking, yeah. you know, my personal beliefs or whatever. Um, should we talk about some more fallacies? Yeah. I, this is kind of turning into a how to debate a liberal, not liberal, <laughs> how to debate yeah. a conservative. Um, one that's been used a lot is the hasty generalisation fallacy. It's basically when you overgeneralise a fallacy. Basically, it's when you make a claim based on evidence that's just too small. Yeah. It's like the 13% of black people commit 50% of crimes. It's just that... Um, and it's taken out of context it's as completely, well. You have to contextualise it in the socioeconomical place you know placement and then um also that particular um evidence i'm putting it in quotation marks but evidence was taken from a small subject actually there's no law saying that they have to collect it from all the police stations yeah it's not even involving um organized crime it's nothing to do with like um actually convicted crimes it's literally just arrests and we already know that black people are being disproportionately arrested by yeah, they're over-policed, so... What? <laughs> <laughs> Black neighbourhoods are over-policed, so of course they have higher rates of crime. And white perpetrators are under-charged, so of course they have lower rates of crime. And all of these stupid statutes you keep using are operating off a small sample size, so shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> that was so bad at the end, but it's um, fine. <laughs> whatever, you get the gist. <laughs> I love how we break into song at least once every podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Um we <laughs> I love how we haven't edited any of this podcast yet. Not Usually yet. we like stop and start it so often, but we've literally just gone through talking for 20 minutes. Oh my goodness. The thing is though, when you're having a debate, it is a conversation. Yeah. And it should it doesn't have to be the most formal thing in the world because even when you're presenting your facts, sometimes you're having a discussion with a friend. Yeah. If you were in the in Parliament, obviously it's <laughs> we're not in Parliament. We literally just you're texting me over Instagram DM. I'm not gonna start like exactly. So um, I think we should go back to the Instagram polls. Yes, we do tend to diverge. It's fine. This is as we said before. This is not a stru- structured podcast. Literally just yeah. having a conversation. Every other one is more conversational, and hopefully you're getting to know us more as people. We'll see our personalities. Exactly. We're still trying to be informative, but hopefully it's something keep keep it relatable. Yeah, hopefully it's something you can enjoy listening to. Because yeah. sometimes when I'm listening to a funny bit of a podcast, I just laugh in my bedroom alone. It's quite. It's... <laughs> we love ourselves so much. It's not even funny. Like when. <laughs> we back to it when she's saying that full of like laughing also sometimes I'm just laughing at how stupid I sound but anyway okay next question was do you have the same political beliefs as your parents okay also these next two questions um I really want to delve into yes okay so 72% said no and 28% said yes but I said we said like how do they differ from your parents and the majority said um, more liberal more liberal like less conservative they were like my parents are Tories yeah and, and I'm, I'm a liberal yeah and I just thought that was really cool I feel like just as a generation we are so much more left-leaning yeah exactly obviously okay. there are the occasional conservatives yeah of course but... and you have your right to formulate your own opinions exactly. but I think as somebody growing up in the most accepting generation to date obviously because we're the newest generation yeah we're gonna have more sort of ethical compassionate yeah more empathetic views because a lot of the conservative views are quite you know hard facts over feelings yeah and I think that their whole point of view is just economics yes whereas the liberals and leftists sort of do tend their arguments and morals tend to be focused more around people injustices Um, rights in my opinion I'm not terribly well informed on the political parties I have to say oh no yeah same just because like 
Okay, to be honest, I've only really properly been getting into this stuff over quarantine. A hundred percent. Um, I was talking to my sister and she was like, yeah, if I have to say before quarantine and like your podcast, you really watch nothing. And I was like... <laughs> you little cheese munch. Yeah, she was like, you just talked about cheese. And I was like, okay, well, I still love my cheese, but like, that was rude. Anyway, but um, yeah, obviously I've, I only just got into this recently. But what a privilege. What a privilege that exactly. people's human rights is a hobby for us exactly that the fact we can sit here and have a discussion about it yeah is a privilege in itself i think being i think not being interested in politics is a privilege because yeah having the ability to just turn that off and be like oh well it doesn't really affect me because but first of all you know either you're going to private school it doesn't affect you what um the tories are doing for public schooling yeah or you know you're straight it doesn't affect you what the tories are doing for trans youth or, um, you know, you're white. It doesn't affect you what the Tories are doing about um, black people. Blaming after. coronavirus on oh, yeah. BAME. Exactly. When, if you have a look at all the pictures from the beaches, it's just everyone is white. It's all the, like, the, the middle-aged dads with their beer bellies. Exactly. And well, There's nothing wrong with a beer belly. No, sorry. Just... <laughs> oh my God, look what we're doing. Ad hominem, kind of. Not really, I don't know. Um, we're just, we're just stereotyping because their actions are um, annoying us. Yeah. Which probably isn't the right thing to do. Of course there are um, minorities breaking lockdown, but like there was a statistic that said um, ethnic minorities are more likely to be, you know, arrested for, not arrested, but like, maybe persecuted persecuted that's what I meant like you know just caught by the police for um breaking restrictions than white people I mean this is just my personal experience but I've seen all the white girls meeting up in a park hugging each other all over each other I don't see very many ethnic minority kids there but that might just be because my school's very white I mean that's true as well but I think just in general it's ridiculous to blame a pandemic on a certain ethnic minority group i think that's just beyond imagination um right should we go back to the polls yes definitely <laughs> right the next question was um do you have the same religious beliefs as your parents and this was almost a 50 50 split it was 55 percent yes 45 percent no so more people follow their parents religious beliefs than their political beliefs yeah. which i thought was interesting i think also to an extent you're not really aware of politics until you grow up you reach yeah, a certain true. age whereas if some babies are baptized you know they take two-year-olds to church exactly. it's much more inflicted upon your children you can go your whole life never talking about politics to your parents but you're still going to church every sunday yeah or you're not or, or you're yeah active, exactly or, or you're, you're not. actively not worshiping a god yeah i think for the most part the people that did say no said they were either less religious or agnostic or atheist yeah not religious at all i mean i know a girl who was actually very religious her family had always brought her up to be very religious she'd actually even gone on mission trips and really yeah she's a lovely person and very very giving in her church community yeah um but recently she's kind of had the realization that that's really not what she believes anymore and it's a lot because that was what she'd grown up with and all she'd ever known she sort of just i'm not going to say went along with it but didn't question it to that large of an extent yeah I think I would question my political I I question my political views like almost on the daily like yeah but only because I'm discussing I'm discussing I'm debating people I think maybe that's why it's forced me to really take a look at what I actually believe in and I still am not exactly sure where my political views lies I don't know if I'm liberal leftist yeah exactly yeah Marxist. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> not Marxist. We, if but, you didn't um, know in the last podcast, we got called Marxist, which is quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe I am. I don't know. I'm just, I'm not as, uh, I just, I think there's more to educate myself on that. I, there's yeah. always more to educate yourself, but yes, I just don't think I found exactly where yes. I want to be. However, I'm not questioning my spiritual beliefs as much as I'm questioning my moral or political beliefs. Yeah, I think it's a lot easier as well because... In the same way that when you're a kid, you just believe what your parents tell you. Yeah. It's so much easier to go along with both of those things. But mm-hmm. then when you start thinking independently, maybe you move to a new school. Yeah. So say you've been going to, like, for, in my instance, I went to a C of E school up until six. Yeah. And then now I'm at a very conservative Catholic school. Yeah. So it's offered me quite a lot of perspective. I, myself, am atheist. So Do I've you think got... it's changed since I'm changing schools? Is there, like, a particular point where, like your religious or non-religious views change yeah I mean we do we do little things called retreats what we used to um so I remember my year seven or year eight retreat we spent a whole day thinking spiritually with um some of the members of the church community in our school yeah and I went home and I was like damn Catholicism you know I felt damn Catholicism like you want to be Catholic yeah because they were talking about all the like the really beautiful parts of religion and I think that are beautiful parts of religion oh yeah 100%. in terms of you know encouraging loving everybody you know community as unless well. you're gay no it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> that no, is that's not true no I, I mean I the feel... thing is that's a yeah. massive misinterpretation of the bible it's a true. lot of people say it was man shall not sleep with boy not man shall not sleep with man which is about pedophilia actually not. yeah because the old testament was actually written in hebrew and then the new testament was written in greek there are three passages in the new testament two in one corinthians 6 9 to 10 if you want to fact check me and then one in timothy 1 9 to 10 about homosexuality apparently three passages used hebrew words the two hebrew words meant man lay with child right and so in the new testament they didn't use hebrew language it was originally greek language so scholars decided in 1946 they could just change the translation which really originally meant pedophile at the end of the day if you want to try and justify your homophobia with the bible you know maybe have a little look into that by the way this isn't us bashing the bible it's sorry just... this actually came off like really yeah this came off really we're right you're wrong no it's sorry just... i know there are loads of obviously catholics aren't supposed to be homophobic from no. what i've learned in my GCSE course anyway yeah it's just they don't believe in the marriage or whatever but um you know the whole christian faith is supposed to be about love and acceptance to... exactly we're specifically targeting people who are using their religion to justify homophobia transphobia exactly whatever. i think this really links it wasn't just us being snarky yeah. specifically me who brought it up it links <laughs> into this whole conversation of you know maybe che- manipulating something to fit your agenda yeah exactly. which is what happened here um you know this isn't this isn't like some one-off thing there are i don't understand but there are still homophobic people using the bible to um they're exploiting the bible yes to you know as you said fit their agenda i've i've literally spoken to people and they're like um get away satan like you're going to hell the <laughs> why and i'm like mm, no I, I think no and also the people who say home homosexuality isn't natural and yet it's still found in 30,000 yeah um, animal species and homophobia is only found in humans Exactly. And if you're going to claim, you know, that's such a big sin, you're going to hell. But what about, you know, you wearing mixed fabrics? You that eating lobster? Isn't it, isn't it that all sins weigh the same or something? Exactly. I mean, I don't know. I think tolerance <laughs> and acceptance is the most important thing, not just in the context of religion, but in the context of having different beliefs, because everyone's yeah. spiritual standpoint is entirely different. And I just want to make it clear now, I entirely respect that. But we were just bringing 
into the conversation how you can you know discuss it I think we were quite respectful in that we weren't saying religion is stupid no I don't think it is at all I mean I I mean I'm spiritual myself I'm not bashing religion at all but um there are just as you said bits that people will manipulate and exploit to fit their agenda and it's really important that when you're having a debate you know you use things that definitely back up your argument and that are true ultimately yeah exactly so I know we've diverged a bit but like going back to the question would you say you have the same beliefs as your parents um to a large extent yes because none of us are religious and so obviously I only went to church for the the harvest festival with my (laughs) with my junior school you know we never actively went to church for any reason other than that we never read the bible at home but I think that's quite common I think it's a lot more common to have a religious family and a non-religious child than a non-religious family and a religious yeah, child. that's true. If you had grown up religious, yeah. do you think, with what you know now, do you think you would have um, stick with that religion or, you know, yeah. gone to a more atheist point of view? Obviously, this is entirely hypothetical, but just based on the way my political opinions have changed and putting that into perspective of my family and my upbringing and my parents, yeah. I'd say I still think I probably... I don't think I'd be a massive believer in God, even yeah. if I had grown up in a religious family. Do you think your um, belief in a higher power or God has anything to do with, like, obviously we've brought up in a very Catholic school environment. Yes. Do you think the, not the, you know, the not the, extre- not the extremity of that environment, yeah. but like, I don't know how to explain it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it, it's not, they're not hiding it. Like, it's there. No, it's very prevalent within our school. Do you think that made you reject the idea of God more than it want to accept it? I, yeah, I do. I actually genuinely do. Yeah. Because um, our curriculum only, cover, only covers Catholicism. Yeah. So we do all these debates. And in our curriculum, say, for example, last year, we covered euthanasia. We covered abortion. Yeah. Things of which I am both totally pro-choice. I mean, you can probably guess from my sort of political <laughs> yeah. standpoint. But from a Catholic perspective, you have to argue in your essays, you know, abortion's wrong. Yeah. Euthanasia's that's wrong. That's true. Because we've had such a we've had such a chance to actually go behind, actually look at the yes. Catholic point of view. I think that probably made me yeah. reject it more. I'm than really it. quite for kids for people my age, especially yeah. since I'm not a Catholic, I think I have quite an insightful knowledge of Catholicism. Oh yeah. 100%. Knowing all the ins and outs of Catholicism made me not... helped me decide what I thought about yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. But I also don't think we have enough I think personally for me, I don't think I have enough experience or knowledge on just Christianity in general, because I know, like, I'm obviously I'm friends with Christians. Yes. But it's nothing like the Catholic environment we've been brought up in. They're like, you know, they they are pro-choice, they're, you know, pro-LGBTQ, everything. But they still believe in a God. And a higher power. And I think, you know what, that's absolutely good for you. This is not meant to sound patronising in any way. No, it's just our opinion, guys. Like, yeah, yeah. But if you can live your life having trust in a higher being, I think that's brilliant. I wish I could. Yeah. And I think it's great that you can place your trust in the universe and the faith. To I extent. think I definitely do. I think yeah. there's a reason for everything. Yeah. I, that, I mean, that's what I believe anyway. I think that was because of my upbringing. I think if I was brought in a atheist time I'm not they're not atheists like um they're not strictly religious but like they have spiritual beliefs I think yeah. I've stuck very closely to that um yeah. but obviously I'm like it's, it's what works for you and it's what family. works for me like I don't believe there's some definitive god that controls and makes yeah. everything but I definitely think there is 
a universe and a higher power that just we don't have any um yeah concept of understanding i do think think it'd be arrogant to think that humans were the most sort of complex form of life the the size of the universe you know we're kind of spiraling here but yeah wait how did we get to no but what i'm trying to say is that you can have a difference of opinion in that i am an atheist and elif does not believe in a god but we can suspect that and what we're trying to show you here is that everybody needs to navigate these topics with respect and understanding i agree and you know factual evidence at the best of times i don't really think this was you know the direction the planned direction but i think it was an interesting conversation to have yeah i think i like this um no structure kind of yeah episode because we're literally just talking and really we you know yeah. put on a bit of a tangent and it doesn't matter yeah and clearly something that really matters that we wouldn't have thought is yeah. tolerance and that's a really good point to bring in i think that is the main um thing to take away from this is you have diff- you can have different opinions obviously but um be tolerant that's yeah. it that's all you need to do is literally be tolerant be respectful it's yes. not that hard however to kind of contradict what you said go on <laughs> in extent as we know we do um if you're engaging in a discussion about humanitarian issues you need to be able to draw the line if they are blatantly undermining someone's right to exist as themselves okay or yeah. their self-expression i think i was thinking more like um religious yeah. political but when people start calling um you know black lives matter or even like rape culture if they start calling that political yeah and they start saying it's just my opinion you're kind of downplaying the fact that you're misinformed and discriminating towards a group of people you're blaming your bigotry on a difference of opinion which is basically what this episode's supposed to be about anyway yeah and um I've you know I've definitely spoken to lots of people like that but I just don't think someone's humanity or their right to exist should be in question of your political beliefs. Yes entirely um no matter how mature you are and how willing you are to accept someone else's opinion it's important that you have the ability to just leave it and take the moral high ground per se if they are being unreasonable just say I disagree I don't think you're being fair but I don't think this conversation is going anywhere yeah and you have every right to leave it (laughs) yeah it is a right go on we i mean elif and i do engage in quite a few discussions with people a lot of the time because we do put our opinions out a lot more than most people our age do so naturally more people are going to come out to disagree with that yeah um but you're not obliged to educate them if they're being stubborn they're being unreasonable and uncooperative you know you're not their mother you don't have to raise them i i you're so right and i think it's taken me so long to actually get a grasp of that just because I've, okay, I've been discussing, I've been debating with people as long as I can remember, just because yeah. I'm very, I wouldn't say outspoken, but you know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm very honest. You have honest. the ability to contradict something they said if it's exactly. rude. Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm going to call you out on something, or just give my opinion, even if you don't want to. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, even just at the beginning of lockdown, when really, um, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter thing started, when I really yeah. started getting into this, um, when people were talking to me specific okay specifically this one person yes and you'll probably know who it is because like I'm we're both not shy about it like it's I have a story for him (laughs) but like we're having continuous debates but I I've known this person since year five not even year five since nursery yeah and so I get way more passionate and like I'm way more you know but I think the context is different they're an acquaintance they're They're somebody that you've grown up with and you have an understanding of each other yeah that you wouldn't have if you were debating a stranger exactly so like with strangers I'm I think I'm so much better at just being like you know this is what I'm saying I think you're wrong but like yeah let's leave it here but with this particular person I like 
I have trouble stopping myself. Do you know what I mean? But you're trying to catch yourself out on it and yeah. you're trying to make sure it's the most balanced argument possible. I think I am. I think we're both actually. If you're listening, you know, I, I'm proud of us. I think we're getting better yeah, at it. Yeah, honestly, I do read through the screenshots of them because it's actually <laughs> very interesting. And fair play to both of you. Yeah. You're both voicing your opinions. I disagree, I disagree with one of you a lot more than the other. <laughs> But I have the right to do so and you have the right to do it back, you know. I agree. I think some of um, the opinions that he's giving out is a bit more like on the humanitarian side that you don't have a say in this person's humanity. But obviously some of his views are literally just political and he has the complete right and free speech as he always says. And (laughs) I think it's really important that you guys take away from this podcast that even though we're really you know outspoken we're not afraid to share what we think and call people out that are being intolerant you know everyone's too obviously to that certain extent we completely are accepting of everyone's right to differ from my opinion yeah of course call us out if obviously we love it saying you know hold us accountable we love the accountability we think accountability is such an important thing especially when you're talking about this kind of thing also just to add on to what i was saying earlier people that are just you know coming at you for education or just so blind oblivious on purpose they could be educating themselves they've got google they've got resources they can order books it doesn't have to come through you if you're happy to share it with them then that's brilliant and that's helpful yeah but you don't have to i just have a difficulty with that because i know that if i'm not saying something they're not going to do anything about it you know what i mean they're going to live in ignorance and i would much rather be the one you know wasting my energy not wasting energy but like using up my time and energy to try and just you know inform them yeah then them go and start um talking like you know being transphobic to a trans person or being yeah. racist to a black person like or any much, person of color yeah. exactly i'd much rather take that on myself and try and you know yeah try and talk some sense into them yes i mean that's good that you if you feel that's the appropriate thing to do then good on you and we encourage that obviously voice your own opinions but obviously make sure that you accept it when it comes back to you and someone does that to you yeah don't suddenly get all defensive like well i'm right you're wrong you can't talk to me no you're right if someone's gonna call me out for it i will listen to what they've got to say and you know the majority of the time there's probably some truth to what they're saying so i'll take that into account i mean we're not (laughs) we're not trying to sit back and be like we know everything we're gonna educate everyone like no our whole thing is learning it is learning by educating not by educating you but like by letting you know we're also not only are we reaffirming what we think we believe in yeah but then also when I have to go and debate someone I'm gonna go and educate myself more so I'm just you know I'm more um you're well spoken on the matter and even when we sit down to record these podcasts there's at least an hour of research that goes into each of them yeah true well, well maybe not this maybe one. not this one this one was a bit of a like spiral but I think it's good to have the variety though because I don't want to be sitting at a computer every two weeks and just lecturing people and like listing off statistics and then yeah. talking about this I want it to feel like a conversation because when you listen to a podcast you listen you don't listen to it for, for a lecture you that's where you go to like TED talks or whatever exactly you know it's a conversation it's meant to be entertainment so. I want to get something out of this you know? yeah exactly I want to leave this podcast having either learnt something about them or learnt something about something else yeah exactly also just I will be really annoyed if I don't say this and whilst we're sort of on the subject so, go on, go on. if you've got you know if you're not in a good place mentally and you're just drained and all these people keep coming at you expecting you to give them resources or to debate them 
you can just say look I'm not in the right place to do this right now I disagree with what you're saying but maybe let's talk about this in the future or let's not talk about it at all Mm -hmm. you know your mental health is the most important thing yeah I agree more important than than a you know an angry Trump supporter on the internet in my dms yeah like i don't even know what your picture looks like you haven't got a profile picture up you've got no post and you're coming at me being like yeah whatever just you know it's just it's not worth my time and if you're not actually taking what i'm saying yeah i mean if we're gonna have a debate i'd like you to accept what i'm saying and i will then accept what you're saying in turn i will completely reflect your um, attitude towards the conversation if you're coming at me defensive argumentative that's exactly yeah. how I'm going to respond but then also if you're coming at me calm and collected calm and collected res- you know mature then that's how I'm going to respond yeah also just talking about the people with no profile pictures it just reminded me of an anecdote I wanted to bring in go on so there was a bit of a misogynistic tiktok that a mutual tagged me in mm-hmm. to which I replied to the comment that I was tagged in um what was the tiktok I it was um women can end the whole human race by refusing to have kids and then a guy duetted it and he was like so can guys like what you want about you and I was like you know fair enough whatever I don't know why this person tagged me in it okay. I think they wanted to see me get angry so and but then, one yeah say. <laughs> well <laughs> I think this is the correct time to use incel because in the comments my issue was not in the video which is fairly reasonable the comments were full of rape jokes um, if you if you don't understand why this is an issue refer back to rape culture exactly podcast. is it just them being like who says we'd let them is that kind of thing yeah it said we could refuse but they can't though and then the comment replying to that was that's when the paint emoji hand emoji starts referencing the trend where women would touch paint onto their breasts and parts where they were touched as a way to know take it into their own hands their trauma and then i replied to this comment this is the kind of community this video has reached i don't find this shit funny to which i got 252 252 i'm not lying 252 i'm looking at it right now separate replies from hurt boys a majority of them were snowflakes then you're lame bro it's reality hun deal with it um i mean it's true shut the fuck up waste of c-u-m it's hilarious <laughs> um he's stating facts though the creator the creator of the video replied can't handle the truth you must leave wow. it's kind of funny that's a fraction and then i mean i was fine because i thought they were all being stupid <laughs> it didn't affect me but then i'd say about 50 of them say about a fifth of them had took time out of their day to come onto my personal tiktok account oh. and they flooded all my comments with snowflake you know, you're going to be an awful parent, waste of waste of energy, just insulting me, which was that fallacy ad hominem we were talking about earlier, Yeah. which was just like, I wasn't even talking to you. I was saying that rape jokes weren't funny and that hurt your ego so much because yeah. you know that's exactly what you do and that's the sort of person you are. But you felt the need to attack me for it. And it's just like there are some points on the internet where it's not even worth engaging in an argument. I agree. I can't reply to 252 individual And you shouldn't have to. And people. You don't need to. I was in a community that was filled with people. Everyone in the comment section was of that sort of opinion. Ugh. So there was, there's no point trying, even though I could very easily tell them why I thought this was not acceptable. There's just not enough um, 
number yeah. a n- number of characters in a TikTok comment that you can actually explain. Yeah. You know, you should have just put a link to our rape culture podcast and been I like, have a listen to that. <laughs> so what I'm trying to tell you here in this, you know, hilarious anecdote is that a lot of sometimes you're gonna encounter people that simply aren't worth your time. Yeah. They're not gonna give you any valid argument and they're just gonna attack you and make you feel upset and overwhelmed. So don't even give them the time of day because you you don't have to. Even you're not being a bad activist, you're not being a bad feminist. Yeah. You're just picking your battles because you know that they're not mature enough to engage in a insightful and useful conversation that will actually add anything to each other's lives exactly i think it's probably time to start wrapping this up we've, yeah we've talked without stopping or editing or looking at any notes for quite a while so i think that's like our first completely yeah. non-structured podcast because we obviously when it's a more serious topic like rape culture white privilege we need to make sure we cover all the ground we want to yeah but this topic obviously is quite a lot it, it's all about opinions so everyone's got different yeah. opinions there's no statute there's no right on. or wrong do you know yeah. what I mean so this one can be when we just let the conversation flow yeah um as per we'd love to thank everyone that's engaged yeah I cannot stress to you how amazing it is to get the support because as much as we enjoy filming this it would be super disheartening if we had like 20 listeners but we've <laughs> I think we've hit about 500 starts now yeah which is amazing and we're pre-recording these episodes so we can have a, a good amount to release on time yeah because of exams and revision and we want to make sure we stick to the schedule yes to keep it attainable yeah exactly because we're going into GCSE year now which is insane <laughs> if we devoted as much time to our revision as we did to this yeah we could be really good by now but I haven't even touched it and we're in August you know what it's fine whatever do what you're passionate guys and exactly thank you so much for listening I've really enjoyed this episode I've had a really great I hope time you did too this is what our conversations go like this is what our FaceTimes go like yeah this is why we started the podcast so we could literally just talk about our opinions I think we've had a lot of people been like can you just stop talking about your own opinions? And it's like, well, that's kind of what the podcast I is I know for. that you want an objective perspective. Oh, another rhyme. <laughs> an objective perspective. But when it's a topic like this, a difference of opinion, there's, I can't say, here's the stats, formulate your own opinion. We're encouraging you to say what you think. Exactly. So in, in turn, we're going to say what we think. But we do take that into account and we try to make sure we're not too preachy or lectury yeah we don't want it to be a lecture although sometimes it can turn into that but but sometimes there's ground you just got to cover exactly so yeah thank you so much for listening we'll see you in a fortnight as always have a lovely day bye 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 bye